0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. And I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Friday, December 9th. And I hope you've had a good week thus far and looking forward to the weekend. And trust that you'll be in the Lord's house on this Lord's Day. Love to invite you to come be with us here at the Island Ford Baptist Church Located at 1415 Island Ford Road. We'll be making more announcement about that at the close of the broadcast. Well, today's message is going to complete the message that we began on Monday. We've been preaching all week on the thought when we are found to fight against God. Today's message is a short one since it is the conclusion. And so I've got three songs queued up here that I trust will be a blessing. I've got the Sislaw family, the Moise family, and the Shepherd family. All right, it is time to look into the Scripture. We are using two verses of Scripture from two different locations for our message today. We're going to be looking in Acts chapter number 5 and Judges chapter number 5. One verse from Acts chapter 5, verse number 39, and then Judges chapter 5, we're going to be looking at the first eight verses And zeroing in on one verse there in Judges chapter number 5. And so on today's broadcast, we will complete the message that we began earlier this week that I've entitled, When We Are Found to Fight Against God. So I hope you stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. If you got your Bible, turn to Judges chapter number 5 and... Acts chapter number five. I'm going to read one verse in both places. I'll read first in Acts chapter number five. So hold your place in Judges five. Judges is really where I'm going to preach from. I want to take one verse in Acts chapter five, verse number 39. You know, the text is found, uh, in the, the trial as the, uh, the apostles have been brought before them. The Pharisees are, have gathered counsel. And they're trying to decide what to do. Gamaliel, who Paul sat at his feet to learn the doctrines of the Jewish faith. Gamaliel speaks up and verse number 39 he makes this statement. He says, But if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it, lest haply ye be found even to fight against God. Now, Gamaliel, just to give a... Synopsis of what he said. He said, You know, if this is of men, it's going to come to naught. But if it's of God, you can't stop it. That's what he's saying. Amen. Judges chapter number five and verse number eight is the phrase that I want to, or the verse that I want to pick up on. Let's look at verse number one. I'll read down through verse eight. That'll help us get the context. Then saying Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, on that day, saying, Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel, when the people willingly offered themselves. Hear, O ye kings, give ear, O ye princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Lord, when thou wentest out of Seir, when thou marchest out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens dropped, the clouds also dropped water. The mountains melded from before the Lord, even that Sinai from before the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied and the travelers walked through byways. The inhabitants of the villages ceased. They ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, arose, that I arose a mother in Israel. Now look at verse 8. They chose new gods. Then was war in the gates. Was there a shield or spear seen among 40,000 in Israel? Deborah said we were in a time of war. And Gamaliel said you better be careful lest you're going to war against God. And I want to preach this morning on the thought when we are found to fight against god you've heard it said we, we talk about something i do believe that a church i believe when you are faithful to the house of god you're a member of a local church i believe you have the smile of god and you've got an umbrella of protection over you amen but when you sin and walk away from that or when you're thrust out from that because of sin then that umbrella protection is gone the bible said they're turned over to satan that satan might destroy their body that their soul might be saved in the end amen That umbrella's gone. That shield is gone. You know what happened? Sin weakens us. I could say it in a lot of different ways. A lot of different ways. It disarms us little by little. I'm not only seeing it happen in marriages and families. I've seen it happen in churches. Sin infiltrates the church. Little by little it disarms them. Bad, worse, worst of all. No sword... No shield, no spear. By the way, this is our sword. This is our defense and our shield. Amen. Amen. Faith is our shield. I understand that. But you understand what we're talking about. You lay down the armors of God. You lay down the weapons of God. You know what you are? You're defenseless and you have no way of gaining any ground. You're just going to lose, lose, lose. That's what happened to Israel here in this case. Amen. God had allowed these things. And then God turned it around. You can read the rest of it. I'm not going to go into that, but I'm dealing with this fact here. Of the destruction that came. No offense and no defense against the enemies of Israel. It'll destroy a church. It'll destroy a family. A home. A marriage. A life. can destroy it. No help where to turn. No hope of victory. You know what happens? In that case, we're condemned. Amen. In that case, we're conquered. In that case, we cannot win. That's what Gamaliel said, if be, you fight against God, he said you cannot win. Now let me say in conclusion, I mentioned that most of us don't know anything about war. God has blessed us in America. God has blessed us in our generation in America. That wars have been on foreign soils. I realize we had 9-11, the closest thing. It was not a declaration of war as per se. Uh, I understand the situation that was going on there. And, and we do have terrorists now. It seems to me like most of our terrorists now are homegrown terrorists. One fellow said this, I think he's right. He said trouble's bad enough, but when it's homegrown trouble, when you raise your own trouble, you grow your own trouble, you got a mess on your hands. That's what's happened to America. God said, I'll let the hedge down, I'll let your enemies infiltrate, I'll let the devourer in, I'll let the destroyer come. I'm afraid that's what's happening to America today, but we've we've never seen the destruction of war. We've never seen the desolation of war. Maybe you've seen it on videos, and and by the way, I believe it'd be good for us to hear about some of that and see some of that, some of the destruction that's going on in the world. Because of war, because of hatred. We've never seen houses burned to the ground by our enemies. We've never seen our children slaughtered, thank God. We've never seen our wives ravished, thank God. We've never seen our livelihood devastated by the enemies, amen. You know why? We've been blessed of God, that's why. Amen. It's not our great military, it's not our Star Wars program, amen. It's it's not our, our great ability, it's the hand of God that's been on America thus far. The help of God, thank God. And yet I wonder how much longer our God can be merciful. How much longer God will withhold justice and judgment and punishment for the evil that's going on in our land? I tell you what, we better not feel secure in our sin. We don't need God. We'll just choose us new gods. Yep. Got American idols now. Amen. I never have watched that program and I would refuse to watch it just because who needs an idol? We've got sports idols. We've got star idols. We've even got preacher idols. You better be careful. God's not going to put up with no idols. He's going to declare war. God will not wink at sin forever. That's my point. I've got some verses I want to read you. Isaiah 48 verse 22 says, There is no peace, saith the Lord, unto the wicked. It do us well to remember God raised up, Jehu to take out Ahab and his wicked bunch. And you remember how that Jehu went to Ahab's house as he's going. The Bible said 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 22. This is a good verse. And it came to pass when Joram saw Jehu that he said, Is it peace, Jehu? And he answered, What peace? So long as the whoredoms of thy mother Jezebel and her witchcrafts are so many. Jehu said, How can there be peace as long as that wicked woman's alive? There can be no peace until judgment and justice is served. That's what he's saying. It is possible to entreat God for mercy and we ought to do it. It is possible to entreat God for peace and we ought to do it. But we can't do it with our hands still hanging on to our sin. Amen. We can't do it with our own stubborn will, not willing to bow. We're not willing to turn loose of what God said we ought to turn loose. Amen. We ought to do what the psalmist said. The psalmist said in Psalm 34, verse 14, Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Amen. Lay down your weapons against God. Turn over to God. Amen. Amen. Depart from evil. Do good and seek peace and pursue it. Isaiah, chapter number 1, we know verse 18. but Let me read you verse 16 through 18. Here's what Isaiah said. Wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Amen. It's not that you have to quit all sin in order to to seek after God, but you got to turn loose of it. You can't. You can't harbor that. You can't love that. You can't regard that. That's what he's saying. If I regard iniquity, that's showing my regard, showing my love, showing my appreciation. If you love sin, forget it with God. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. If you love sin, go on. You're going to go to war with God and you'll never have peace with God till you fall out of love with sin and turn to God. Amen. Turn to James chapter number 4. And I'll close with these verses. James chapter 4. A message this morning somewhat of judgment. I'm just a warning, perhaps, a hope, a warning not to let sin get the upper hand. Not to turn from God. Not to choose new gods. Not to go with the world. Not to try to fit in with the world. Amen. Amen. Listen, and I've, I've dealt with this a lot, it's particularly in Proverbs. And Lord willing, we'll be looking at Proverbs again tonight. But in looking at Proverbs, he's talking to the young men, and I know we got young men going to work, working on the junk. You got to be careful. I, I know there's heathens out there, and you know what? Heathens—they love, they love to what's the word? They—they they love to defile purity. Amen. they love to show, put some junk before the eyes, and and to put some junk in the ears of those that are pure you got to make up your mind, on I'm not going that way. I'm not going to listen to that stuff. I'm not going to look at that stuff. I'm not going to indulge in those things. James chapter number 4. Uh, by the way, because if you do, you choose those new gods, you're going to war with God. I don't know, He maybe maybe he won't drop the hammer today. But he will drop the hammer one day if you keep going against God. James chapter 4, verse number 6. But he giveth more grace. Hallelujah. That's what I put in the bulletin this morning. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Drawn out of God, and he will drawn out of you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn. And weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning. And your joy to heaven is humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. And He shall lift you up. Amen. This crowd says you don't have to humble. You don't have to turn. You don't have to repent. All you got to do is just believe. All you got to do is just walk with God. That Bible said that don't work. You do have to humble. You do have to repent. You do have to turn. You do have to trust God with all your heart. Amen. you got to turn loose of the idol's And run to Jesus. Amen. Let's stand to our feet as they come with a song. Get time for an invitation. God spoke to your heart. You need to come. Listen, I I don't know if there's anybody here in the case of what I'm preaching, but I, God gave me the thought. God gave me the message. I felt like it was for today. God knew who'd be here. God knew who'd be listening. I don't think it took Him by surprise. I don't think it's a mistake. I don't think God's Word returns void. I don't think seed's sown in vain. I believe there's a purpose. I wonder today, God spoke to you. If He spoke to you. You're fighting against God. You're rebelling against God. You're not surrendering to God. Would you call on Him this morning? Would you turn to Him this morning? Some's in the altar. Others may need to come. God's speaking to you. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. As that concludes another week of radio broadcasting, we do hope you have a great weekend. I hope you'll be in the house of God on the Lord's Day. And I'd love to take this opportunity to invite you to come and be with us here at the Island Ford Baptist Church, located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Our Sunday morning service, Sunday school starts up at 1015, A.M. and then the preaching time at 11.05 a.m. as well. Sunday evening service is at 6.30 p.m. Love to have you come and be part of those with us. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.